This episode is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. But more on that in a minute. Let's get on with the show. And uh, here goes nothing. Oh! Welcome back. Man, it's been a long time coming. It has been. I'm really excited to be here. I am too. This is going to be a lot of fun. So, for all you guys who don't know us, I'm Austin. I'm Dylan. And we are, or were, co-founders of the incredibly successful 100% Proof Podcast. I mean, just, it was monetized, it was peer-reviewed, just an absolute... Worldwide phenomenon. Beautiful. To be honest, it was awful. It was just the worst. It was honestly, I'm ashamed of it, (laughs) and I think about it all the time. (laughs) Keeps me up at night. Does it really? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I lay awake, (laughs) staring at the ceiling. (laughs) Wondering what could have been of that awful idea. That awful, we we had no planning. We would just come in and be like, ah, we'll hang out. Yeah. So. But this is different. Um, And one way that we're making it different is through uh, this website called Anchor, um, which is one of the things that we're using in order to publish our podcast, um, we're just giving them a shout out because it was extremely easy to use. Oh yeah. I literally pulled it up last night on my laptop and I made our account within 45 minutes. It's perfect. And literally I will take this audio file, put it in there and they'll send it to Spotify, Apple podcasts, things like that. Um, to where the listeners can actually listen to our podcast. It's a incredible way to distribute any kind of media that you would want. Um, so yeah, man, we're just going to give them that SO real quick. Yeah, we need it. There's somebody else we need to give a uh, shout out to. That is our boy, Lil Thickums. Lil Thickums, the mind, the wizard behind the intro. It's, I mean, just... It's a great intro. It's it perfect for what we're doing. We are the At Least We Tried podcast. We are. And, you know, at the beginning of the song, he says, let's give it a shot. And that's kind of the theme of this podcast. Exactly. We're going to give stuff... We're going to try stuff, and um, there's a couple things we're going to cover in the podcast. You know, we're going to, we're men of many hobbies. We are. And we like sports, video games, and trying stuff. Um, so that's kind of going to be the theme of this hobby, We're going to uh, this podcast. We're going to have news about video games, news about sports. We're going to talk about video games, kind of give a little bit quick reviews, stuff like that. Um, there's also going to be other things that we review. Yeah, for sure. So, um, like you said, every couple of weeks or so we'll have a different hobby that we'll yep. have um one of the one of the large hobbies that you and i share is whiskey right um or as they used to call back in the day the water of life and i agree with that and that firmly. is exactly what it is and uh <laughs> so we're gonna be doing sort of whiskey reviews every single episode um just kind of going through different whiskeys like a whiskey of the week kind pretty of much thing. Yeah. yeah um and it'll be ones that i have or you know, you have at your house right. or we'll even get, you know, smaller bottles to where we can review those as well. Um, but what we have this week is called Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark, a class act, a, just a name, recognizable name in the whiskey 100%. industry. 100%. You, you walk in a bar yep, and you see red, Maker's you're Mark. like, I know exactly what that is. Absolutely. I mean, they have incredible marketing. Yep. Um, it's, it's interesting what they did, just a, a little background of what Maker's Mark did. 
um, their their little slogan is "It tastes expensive because it is," Ooh. right? And Never I mean, you can, that. yeah. And it's not super expensive. That's the thing. But it's a whiskey that makes you think that it is. Mm-hmm. It's aged between eight to nine years. This is the cask strength. So we're running at about fifty five percent. ABV. So this is going to hit you in the chest. This is going to make you grow a little bit of hair, <laughs> right? Uh, sometimes I like to drop a little bit of water in there just to kind of, you know, let it kind of, you know, yeah. create a better taste almost. Um, but that's just what I prefer. Some people might not like that. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's hot on the nose. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. So I want to preface this real quick is that throughout this podcast that we do, you know, for however long we do it, we're going to have experts I guess come on about the podcast and for us between me and Dylan Dylan is the expert you know he's he's the guy that's going to know the nose he's going to know like the backstory behind these whiskeys and I'm just going to be kind of the guy trying the whiskeys I like them I enjoy them um but yeah so Dylan's going to be the kind of guy explaining the backstory of the whiskeys you know if I have one that I know a little bit about but it's mostly going to be Dylan and I'm going to be that's going to be a general theme an expert and then us two regular people just kind of talking Right. About what to expect. So, yeah, exactly. And it's just going, you know, back and forth, right. trading ideas between the two of us. So, yeah, Maker's Mark, bourbon. I mean, we can go a little bit deeper into what that means in a later date, but for now, we're just going to try this bad boy. Woohoo. Uh, potent. That burn's a little going down. Um, Other than the burn, though, it's really sweet. It's incredibly sweet. It's really sweet on my tongue. It is. Yep. Like, like vanilla and. And honey. Vanilla, honey, cherries. That's cherries. a big note that people get whenever they're drinking Maker's yep. Mark. Um, like I said, it is a little bit tougher because the, the alcohol is so pronounced in right. this. Um, but it is a weeded bourbon, so they uh, they do use wheat in their mash bill. So I've always said that I kind of get this wheat bready taste in it, this yeah. kind of like dusty wheat note. Um, and I find that unique with weeded bourbons and especially unique with Maker's Mark. Um, I taste bread. Yeah, I get there it. You go. I get it. Yep. You know, if I think about what I'm tasting... Like, if I'm like, hey, there's probably bread in there, you know? So, that's pretty cool. uh, Suggestive reality, is that what that's considered? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who cares? Yeah, I don't don't know psychology. All right. So, a little bit more about us. Yeah. The two of us, you know. um, You want to kind of introduce who you are? Yeah, I'm, as we've talked about before, Austin. Um, I love doing things. I like really being outside. Um, I've played sports my whole life. Baseball, volleyball, golf in the later years, tennis. You know, I'm, I, I just love sports. I love competition. And I kind of find it unique that in some video games, you know, they also bring that level of competition, you know, that the sweaty palm moments. Um, oh, yeah. And so I play as often as I can. I love all types of video games, story games, shooters, sports, mostly RPGs, though. Like, um, you know, it's, it's just a lot of fun to to lose yourself a little bit in the video games. And that's what we're going to talk about. That's why we're, that's why we started this because I'm passionate about those things. So, yep. yeah, for sure. And it's also a great way for us to find other things that people are passionate about right. and bring them onto the podcast. Absolutely. Um, I mean, like we said earlier, my name is Dylan. Um, my passions are whiskey, video games, sports, and, law that's pretty much it we won't be talking yeah. about that because that gets kind of boring yeah it's probably it takes good way too long probably good move so we're just gonna sit back and um have some fun talking about yeah exactly video games sports other hobbies that people have yeah um because i'm one of those people where if i find something that i like i dive into it all in 
and I'm always looking for information about that specific hobby. Right. And I think that I'm not alone in that. Absolutely there are many not. people who yeah. are like that. So um, this will be a way for educating those who may not know about that hobby and don't right. know about the first step to take. Or um, what to expect. Or what to expect, you know, exactly. In the hobby. That's why we want to bring in those people who have been doing it for a while. Right. Or, and, and we can talk about them. You yeah. know, like, we're going to have stuff on here like archery. You know, sure. and you're, you love to bow hunt. You love to shoot. I do. But we can have somebody in here who's been doing it years, way long longer time. than I have. Exactly. And that would be an interesting conversation versus me who have only been bow hunting one time, yeah. didn't even draw it back, you yeah. know? So that's a cool thing to be able to talk about. It's like three different levels exactly. of stuff. Um, so that's going to be really, really cool. Um, it's just stuff we're passionate about, you know, and, and we are passionate about the things we like. So me and Dylan, I guess it was last year. Um, wanted to go spearfishing. Like, oh my gosh. We were in it. We had Amazon lists. We were buying we stuff. We had the cart full. We were ready to go. And then we realized, you know. We don't have a boat, first of all. We don't have a boat, which That's is kind of tough. It's kind of tough. Also, the water around here, um, you know, on a good day, you'll get like six feet of visibility, which is about the body length of a shark. So, just decided that's probably scary. a bad move. And that's here down um, in Alabama. Lower yeah. Alabama. Lower Alabama. Roll Tide. Gulf Shores and Orange Beach, about the only place you could do stuff like that. Yeah, and it's just... Didn't seem like a good idea. I'd rather regular fish at this point. For sure. Unless the water's super clear, I'd love to still give it a shot. Yeah, it's never like that. Never like that. We'll never. have to travel for to be able to do anything <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, we've talked about video games uh, a lot of times, and, and since this is a pilot, um, we wanted to kind of lay a foundation of Our, what we like. Right, right. Right. And what we're into. And you and Absolutely. I have differing views as to, not necessarily what is a good game, but... For instance, like you talked about, you like more indie games. Right, yeah. Um, things that are story-driven, story-driven games. games, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm more of a multiplayer kind of guy. I like the FPS, first-person shooter, stuff yeah. like that. Um, so we figured in this first episode, we would lay that foundation by just giving our top five this, most favorite video games. This was hands down the hardest list I've ever had to make. One hundred percent. I couldn't. I could not do this again. And if you asked me to do it again, it'd probably be five different video games. One hundred percent. So exactly. That's what's going to be unique about this podcast. Um. So do you want to start from five and go down to one? We can't. Do you want to go five, five, four, yeah, four? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. So my number five. I have it here in my notes. Let me find it. My number five. Super Mario World. From the Super Nintendo. Throwing it way back, man. This is way back. I used to play this game with my sisters. I have three older sisters. And the only time they would let me play video games with them was whenever they were playing Mario. Because it was incredibly hard. Especially, I was like five years old. (laughs) Super young whenever we even started playing it. Um, But man, it's the very first video game I ever played. Okay. So it's what kind of brought me into the spectrum of what video games got gotcha. And just on top of that, it's challenging, which is fun for yeah, a video man. game. Uh, it's Nintendo, which at the time, you know, was just the leading competitor in, you know, video games. That's, that was it. Yeah. And, and Sega, but yeah, but I mean, whenever it comes to something like Mario, yeah, you know, I mean, they were just blowing it out of the park with all of these, with all these games, you know, everybody loved Mario. Exactly. And it, it's still like that today. And Nintendo, like for instance, the Nintendo switch, like they are so, uh, they're so influential. Yeah. Still, even though it's so I mean, many animal years crossing later. people, like that's all over social media, all over. And not like, I think the switch is like not the best selling, you know, um, platform to buy or console to buy. Uh, but like it's still all over. So Nintendo, 
it's definitely doing it right. Yeah, it's still know? relevant. It's still you know? relevant. And even even Mario games are still relevant to this point. Right. Um, but this is the one that I fell in love with at the very beginning. If I see anyone that has it or anything like that, I want to play it. Right. I'm like, dude, let, stop what we're doing right now. Plug yeah. it in. We're playing that game right now. It's still Because it's day. just so much fun. It's it's challenging. It's difficult. Um, and it's just, it's captivating. It, I loved it. I loved it. All right. And that is a good pick and hard to follow because my number five is a little game called Sid Meier's Pirates. <laughs> It is basically a game where you take over a the role of a man whose family has been captured by the by this Baron Montiago. I don't really remember his Sid name. Sid Meier's Sid Meier's Pirates, and it is hands down. It was the it was on the original Xbox, which was the first console I ever had, and I spent hours and hours and hours playing this game. Um, and I truly loved it. It was like. I just got lost, and I love the fact of being a pirate. I've never played another pirate game like it. Look at that. It's got a 95 on Google. <laughs> I mean, it's just the, it's the best pirate game ever From made. From 2004. From 2004, I was less than 10, and it was just so much fun. Um, yeah, so so you, like, you travel on your little ship from island to island, you know, attacking ships, fighting people, um, and then... You know, wooing the governor's daughter as a dastardly pirate. And I spent so long playing this game. And it just, that's what really got me into the role playing game. That's what really got me into, um, you know, being able to dive into a game. Like being able to be like, I've got to get home and play. Yeah. Because before that, I had uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2. Good game. Great game. All for I would sure. do, though, is just run from cops. I would never race. That's all you had to do. I had do. the first car. And that's all I would do. It was so much fun. But then pirates, I've figured out like gameplay dynamics, like yeah. upgrading, you know, upgrading your swords, cannons, ended up getting Blackbeard's ship. Okay. So basically the best pirate in the world. Compare it to Sea of Thieves, which is something that people who maybe li- who are listening to this, okay. maybe a little bit more familiar with because, right. it, you know, it's it, newer. It is newer. Um, it's compared to Sea of Thieves, um, mm-hmm. it's a total single player experience. You know, there's no multiplayer. Yeah. I, I mean, there was in 2004, but not for Sid Meier's Pirates. Right. Um, and it's, you know, you kind of mostly play from, like, the sky looking down at your ship, and you'd attack. What you could do is you could ram other people's ship, and it automatically board, and you would fight their captain. So, once you beat their captain, you get their ship, and that's yep. what you want to do if you want to keep the ship. Okay. Or you could just completely wreck it. There's Native American tribes. I always try to befriend them because, you know, it's 20, 2004. Uh, and, yeah, that's that's what I did for hours me and my sister would take turns playing Sid Meier's Pirates and that's what got me into video games nice okay so our number fours number four all right we gotta we gotta push this thing along we're trying to keep these episodes within within 45 minutes yeah yeah this is gonna be our longest episode for 100%. sure 100% because we're just kind of like we said laying a laying a nice foundation right. so my number four okay I couldn't pick just one but if I had to out of this series, I can, but it's the Call of Duty Modern Warfare series okay. minus Modern Warfare Three. Okay, get that out of here. <laughs> Kick it in the butt. I yeah, don't want to. Yeah. I don't even want to see it. I don't even like the the like the game art on the front of it. Gotcha. It looks. It looks it's stupid. So one. Okay. If I'll I had to pick. All right. Yeah. 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 But if I had to pick the one, because we're just doing the one game, I yeah. can't just say a series. It's kind of cheating. Okay. The one game I would say, the original Modern Warfare. Okay. Um. 
That's when you meet Captain Price. Ooh. Man, who's just amazing. He's just incredible. Right. Yeah, yeah. We have the multiplayer aspect that was great as well. Um, we also have a, an incredible single player campaign mm-hmm. as well, um, which included the the sniping mission where oh. you're kind of crawling through the tanks and trying to not oh, get spotted that. or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, and that was another one of those games where I, it was one of the, one of the first FPS games that I had ever played, mm-hmm. first person shooter games. Um, so again, incredibly influential to yeah. what I even play today. Um, so for sure, the first Modern Warfare, first Call of Duty That's Modern Warfare, best. by far, out of the Modern Warfare series, yeah. now the one that came out this last year, it's up there. Yeah. It's in, it's incredibly fun. Cross-platform, breaking breaking barriers for people to be able to play with one another. Yep. That's another thing that you have to kind of give kudos to. Um, however. I just can't top the original. It huh? just can't top the original. It just can't I do you. it. I, it. Because, and it may just be because of when I was playing it, but man, right. I was all in every day. I got home. I put in Call of Duty 4. That's what we were playing. All Call of right. Duty 4 Modern Warfare, no matter what. Man. That's my number four. That's your number four. Number four go. for me. Which, by the way, out of all the games out there, Call of Duty, loved it, huh? 100%. 100%. Gotcha. Yep. Number four for me is, this might be a little low for some people. Some people are going to get mad, but uh, Breath of the people Wild. People are going to hate this list, Absolutely. first of all. This is our opinions, and uh, if you don't like it, so what? So what? <laughs> um, Breath of the Wild, number four for me. One of the best games I've ever played in my life on the Switch. Um, I got this game whenever at a time where I was working at a gym. Um, I know you can't tell now, but I would have to be there at four eight or four thirty a.m. Yeah, and I could take my switch with me. So whenever there was downtime at the gym, I'd clean everything and then I would play Breath of the Wild. And there's just so much another role playing game, of course, but there's just so much you can do in that game that I still haven't seen everything. You know, I'll still see videos pop up of. Somebody found this in Breath of the Wild. I'm like, dang, that's awesome. Yeah, there's a, it's just such a huge game, and there's always so much to do. They they included the mechanic of like your weapons breaking, your shields break, your bows break. Um, so you like you have to use them wisely. If you have a super yeah. powerful bow, you don't want to use them on like regular enemies. You, yeah, you know, you sure. want to save them for like a guardian, or you want to save them for, you know, like Ganondorf. But or Ganon, sorry. So you have decision making that is right. influential as to what you would do later in the game as well. Right. Which is, you know, that's that's awesome. Exactly. So it, it was a lot of fun. And then you can cook, you eat, you get a horse, um, which is a lot of cool. I mean, yeah. once you get a horse, that that's kind of a theme in most of these games. And and <laughs> dang it, I'm a horse boy. Horse and pirates. Horse and that's pirates. All that's all I need. <laughs> horse and pirates in a game. All right, let's do number three. All right, number three. People are going to get mad at this too. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have zero viewers. It's the second. It's fine. <laughs> it's the second Call of Duty that's on the list. Two already. Call of Duties? Two? The original Black Ops. Okay. Call of Duty Black Ops. Okay. It came out, I believe, when I was a freshman in high school. I think is when that game came out. I'm pretty sure. Okay. It was either freshman or sophomore year. And... Another one of those games where I would get home and I was like, this is what I'm doing. This is what yeah. I'm playing. Right. It was the only thing I was doing that day. It was one of those games where we would get in class mm-hmm. and we would talk about what we were going to do whenever we got home. Gotcha. I mean, we talked about it in class. Be like, yo, you about, playing tonight? 
it was not even that. It was like you play in the night. Okay, if we do this on this map, we're gonna do this. Gotcha. Like it was like we were creating Yo, strategy, tactics, yeah, tactics in school in class <laughs> while this game was out. And not only that, another thing that I've always enjoyed was Call of Duty Zombies. Yeah, I've always thought that was so fun. And whenever it was introduced through Call of Duty World at War, I thought it was mind blowing that this was even a, a thing. Yeah, right? I'm gonna play a game where me and three of my friends are going to be trapped and there's zombies coming through windows and we have to kill them and survive as long as we can. Yeah. Like it was just the first time we had ever seen something like that in a call of duty. Right. right? Which is obviously incredibly popular and black ops. It took the zombies from world at war Mm -hmm. and just turned it up to 11. Gotcha. And like I said, I've always loved playing zombies. I always enjoyed it. They took the old maps from world at war brought them into Black Ops, renovated them, made them even better, made them faster, mm. made them cleaner, made them look way better than they did before. And they brought in maps like Ascension, gotcha. Kino, just these awesome maps for zombies mm-hmm. that just, I mean, now zombies is off the table. Like I don't, I don't even yeah. like it anymore. It's too, it's too complex. I've only played zombies one time and I was by myself and I hated it. That's what I'm saying. It, it's just not where it was before. And I think mm-hmm. that, its peak was Black Ops. Gotcha. Which is, and Zombies, again, like I said, is one of my favorite multiplayer mm-hmm. type games. So, for it to be at its peak in Black Ops, that's got to be on the list 100%. Yeah. Okay. I, just because of the amount of time I, I played that game. Two Black Ops, huh? Two Call of Duties. Two I mean, Call of Duties. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That's only one Black Ops. It's the only one that deserves yeah, to be on Yeah, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number, uh, number three. I kind of did a series as well, but I can definitely pick a game. Um, the Uncharted series for the PlayStation. Okay. Um, number two specifically. It was just an all-around blast of a game. Uh, role player. Um, they had a multiplayer aspect, but I never played it because I just... It was for the PlayStation 3, um, and I played through that game probably four or five times. Just a linear story. Mm-hmm. It's not open world. It's not anything like that, but you would go from walking through a crowd like tangling somebody yeah. to chasing them in a car to getting into a giant shootout. And it was just, you were in like these beautiful landscapes. Um, basically you follow this guy, Nathan Drake, um, who is, um, supposedly related to this famous explorer. And he's just like, he's basically like a modern day Indiana Jones. And I loved Indiana Jones and I love Nathan Drake. So that's a naughty dog game. They usually kill it. They make a lot of fantastic games like the last of us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a zombie game. That's a great game. Great game. Fantastic. Um, it's like one of the highest rated of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Um, but the Uncharted series like laid the groundwork for those games and it combined like Assassin's Creed with puzzles with, you know, shooting. It was just, it was a blast and I will, that game will forever hold a special place in my heart. Like the whole awesome. series. So, nice. all right. Numero dos. All right. Number two. Is this someone, is this another angry I don't think people will get angry at the game itself. Okay. It's the, or I'm sorry, they won't get mad at the, the series or the company rather, okay. but the game that I pick within that okay, series. Okay. Let's okay. see. So number two is Halo. Okay. Okay. My pick is Halo three. Here's why. <laughs> Here's why it is one of my favorite games. It's the first, first person shooter game I ever played. Oh, wow. Very first okay. one. I remember whenever I first got my Xbox, I was in, I was in eighth grade and our friend, uh, Barrett was okay. in ninth grade 
and it was we had the same spring break, which never happened. So I got to go to spring break with him to this you know like small little house down in Orange Beach, and whenever we went, <clears throat> I took my Xbox with me, and we played split screen Halo Three all day, <laughs> all day. He would go and play tennis with his dad every now and like you know throughout the week, but. I mean, if we were at the, the little house or whatever, we were playing split screen Halo 3. Nice. It was... At the beach. At the beach, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was we definitely good. had stuff that yeah. was, that was you know, better to do. <laughs> but who cares? Like, we we're going to play video games. Absolutely. Who cares? You're in eighth grade. I mean, that's what, what we What else did. is there to do? You, you know? know? Um, but yeah, Halo 3 for sure. And and Halo, Halo really in general. Because I mean, yeah. Halo is so... They, they did so much for the gaming community that people kind of look over, like for instance, right. total like multiplayer, you know, combat basically. Right. They're not the first game obviously to have multiplayer, but they did it in such a way that made it just giant. Right. You know, they were, they were the first on the scene to have uh, things where you could system link, where you could, you know, people bring their monitors, people bring their Xboxes. We're going to all hook up. Yeah, like and land we're gonna, parties. We're going to play in the same room. Yeah. Land parties, dude. We had them, Playing Halo all the time. Right. Halo 3 specifically. Um, and later Halos, you know, after that. Um, and that's just something that has been so uh, influential yeah. to video games. Um, also, man, you got the you got the mask character. Oh, yeah. You got Master Chief. Who's coming back, hopefully. <laughs> we've, we've seen the trailers. Okay. Halo. Halo Infinite. Man, so honestly... Halo 3. Never been into Halo. I can't kill people. I don't know what to do. It's hard. I shoot them a lot. They don't die. I get killed instantly. <laughs> that's, that's... I don't know what to do. I don't know how to make it Halo. better. Maybe it's because I was playing games like my number two favorite game. All right. Fable 3. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I could have totally guessed this. <laughs> I have never heard someone talk about a game so much in my life Fable? than you talking about Fable 3. <laughs> Fable 3 is... This game of twists and turns and real estate and magic and and swords and guns. <laughs> like, it is just, it's this third person, another role-playing game, not really being diverse right now, um, about this kid who, you're more of like a young adult, whose brother is, takes over the, like, country, he's a king, takes over the country and basically kicks you out. Um, he's letting like the industrial take over and stuff like that. And they yeah. treat people wrong. A lot of poverty. And you're kind of like leading a resistance against your brother. To go and kill him. To go and straight up smite <laughs> your brother. And you get magic powers. You can, and, and this was one of the game, first games that gave me choices. So I could like be evil yeah, or I could yeah, be yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. And, and so like whenever you like charge an attack or charge up magic, you either get like angels wings or these yeah. burnt up like devil wings. <laughs> and it was cool. No matter what, I was always a good guy. Uh, Let you question your morality, which is always great whenever you're playing a video game. And I would feel so bad. Anytime <laughs> I did something wrong, I would be like, no. So I'd load another save and be good. Um, but you had to like buy houses to make money for, yeah. you, buy, you bought stores. It was really cool. Um, also another game where you could woo people. Um, and I would get married and have a family, which was awesome and fun. Eventually you realize that your brother was doing this because this evil thing was coming to the land and he was just trying to make money so they could, you know, build up defenses and stuff. Yeah. And uh, you end up getting the choice to kill your brother or not. Um, and I'm going to let the audience decide what 
they would think do. about what, Fable Three. What they think about <laughs> now? A lot of people say Fable Two is the best Fable in the series. Is that is that true or untrue? Um, for me, it's untrue. I've only played Fable Two once. I played Fable Three oh, at least you? twenty times. I just I didn't. I played Fable Three first, and mm-hmm. it did not live up. Fable Two did not live up to Fable Three for me. Don't attack me. Sorry. Sorry. I think it'd be fun to say our number one at the exact same time. Okay. Because I have a, I have a pretty good idea that it's going to be the exact same thing. Really? Okay. I think. All right. Ready? Oh, this might be okay. If this is could go terribly wrong, this could be a total <laughs> train wreck. But we're going to see. Yeah. Because I got I have a, I got a feeling in my gut. All right. All right. Ready? Three. One. Okay. Are we doing it on three? Three, two, one, or one, two, three? Three, two, one. Then say it. All right. Three. Two, one, Red Dead Redemption. All right. Okay. <laughs> Not the same. All right. I'll go first. <laughs> Good game, though. Great hey, game. Look, Skyrim. I, Man, back in the day, they used to, uh, I don't have to do this anymore, but they used to send you updates as to how long you spent in a specific game. Yeah. I have never, I here's how much I like Skyrim. I have contemplated buying a Nintendo Switch, which I don't have. I've contemplated spending $330 just to be able to play Skyrim while driving in the car. Riding in the not car. Good. Not driving. Not good. Riding in the Switch car. Switch is great. Skyrim's great. Don't play video games while driving. Do not do that. Anyways, <laughs> while riding in the car. <laughs> okay. I thought about getting a brand new system just so I could play it mobily. Right. Which is ridiculous. Absolutely. But I, I love that game so much. It's the role play. It's Gosh. fighting dragons. Yeah, that's pretty It's sick. the shouts. Man, it's... It is everything about that game. It yeah. is so much fun. It's long. It's a long. You can spend exactly hours doing side quests. You know, it's a it's a whole forty hour game worth of side quests, and For then sure. you got the main game. You know, which is like crazy, crazy. Um, and it was it was last gen. It was PS three. Yeah, yeah. PS three, Xbox, uh, Xbox three sixty, PC of course. But like, and then they just brought it on to these. You know, and people are still playing it religiously. Still playing it. You know, people I, get tattoos of it. I have it. It's right over there on Xbox. I could. I could start playing it tomorrow and have the time of your life. And I would absolutely love it. Join the Dark Brotherhood. Absolutely. You get, that, you get the horse that doesn't die with red eyes. Yeah. His name horse was like, game. There you go. Another <laughs> horse game. <laughs> but it was called like Night Shadow or something it was, crazy. Yeah, I remember Which doesn't that. really make any sense. I would get it on the PC. Uh, my sister built her own gaming PC and uh, I would just mod it to where I couldn't die and I would just drive that horse off the side of mountains. I, I remember they, they have mods now on, on the Xbox, Xbox yeah. ones. And uh, I remember I got the mod where all dragons are Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Best mod in the history and of games. You're sitting there and instead of hearing like this like, Rah, you just hear like, turn him to a Slim Jim. <laughs> from like miles away. He's like, sky's the limit. Oh just my like gosh. from out of nowhere you hear it and you're like, <sighs> rest but, in peace Macho Man. Randy Savage. For sure. Anyways, Red Dead. All right. Red yeah, we Dead, already know your number garlic one. bread. Uh, the <laughs> two, two great things. Two great things. Combine them. Red Dead Redemption is the best game. of The original two was phenomenal. Um, just didn't make this list. It probably would on another day. But Red Dead Redemption 1 was a game where you follow John Marston Ooh. and you... Go with him in his journey for redemption, pretty much. Red Dead Redemption. Yep. Um, he's got to go hunt down his his former gang members to save his family, and you basically watch this ex bandit outlaw turn into a, you know, a, a human that cares and loves, 
and then you cry. That's pretty much how Red Dead goes. <laughs> you play this game as this guy, and then you cry. No spoilers here, even though the game is probably 14 or 15 years old. Yeah, it's pretty old. It's an but old But it was game. still a lot of fun. I remember I played it because I've I've always been a fan of Rockstar games. Oh, yeah. Um, And I played it, and I would always play the... Uh, what's the knife game? Oh, the game? Five Finger Filet. Yeah, I always played that. Yeah, That's man. pretty much the only thing I knew how to do was... Just that wreck and that darts and darts. <laughs> Do they have darts in that game? I don't think so. I think you're thinking. I think they have uh, the uh, dice. They have uh, poker and they have five finger. Maybe play. it was poker and fist fights. You could fight. Uh, yeah, and I like fist fighting too. I just like it was. You said it earlier today. Um, the uh, GTA, a uh, Wild West GTA. That's exactly you what know, it is. Cowboy GTA, and I'm it okay is with that. So much fun. I'm, and like the second game brought on like some cool elements, like your guns getting dirty and mm-hmm. you losing your hat. And he plays Arthur Morgan, who, again, you play for the whole game, you watch him become a human, and then you cry yeah. at the end of the game. Um, but it's such a good game. Yeah. That whole series. Rockstar does a does a really good job of story. So. They do. They're they're incredible at it. And they're an amazing... Uh, they make amazing games. And I feel like right. they're... We've talked about this before. I feel like they don't get the credit that they actually deserve. Right. Which, I mean, we'll, that's another topic that we'll even talk about in the future, is just how incredible Rockstar is and how yeah. little they're actually talked about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something that we'll definitely discuss in, in the future. future. Um, but yeah, but you know, from, from there, that's our top five, you so know, that gives you a general background, general background of the video games that we like to play. Right. Right. And as you know, first person shooters, role playing games, also really like indie games Um, the switch. Great console for indie games. They yep. have tons of them. And I've been playing a couple, and we're going to talk about those yeah. in future episodes. He's going to be more of the AAA guy, the you know major games, and I'm going to kind of cover some indie games, and I think yeah. it's going to be really fun. And we'll also, um, both of us have Xboxes, so what we'll do is uh, we'll play games that are a little bit smaller mm-hmm. on Game Pass, because yeah. we both have Game Pass. We'll play them for a week, and then we'll have this segment um, called Grind It or Trade It. Yep. Basically saying, like, are we going to grind on this game? Is it a game we can grind on? Right. Or is it a game that you kind of want to trade in. Yeah. You don't really want it anymore. You know, you're not going to play a lot. Exactly. So, uh, which is something that, you know, that's another segment that we'll have in later right. weeks of the podcast. Um, another major thing that we're going to talk about though, in this podcast is sports. And I know you're thinking like, how are we going to transition to that? And surprisingly, it's going to be a little easier than we thought. I know there's two very different topics, but competitive in video games, there is literal Cinderella stories in sports. Um, For sure. There, there is just drama, and, and I feel like video games and sports both provide that. So we're going to talk about like our like most heartfelt sports moment. The moment that made us just chills through fans. the whole yep. body. Not even necessarily fans, like already fan, but just like yeah. this is the moment where I could have died and been fine. All right. You know what I'm saying? I After you it. watch yeah. that, you're like, all right, that's it. I'm, I'm good. peaked. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is my peak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. Uh, but just kind of laying... Another like even more foundation for you know where we are in sports. You grew up playing baseball. Yep. We played against one another in volleyball. Oh yeah, which is fun. Middle school. Middle school volleyball. and baseball and baseball. We played against yep. each other. Yeah, I'm baseball. pretty sure y'all wrecked us every. Who cares? Game. It's middle school baseball. Yeah, you know, but still, I would like some pride. <laughs> you played high school football as well. Yep. Um, I and tennis. Call it playing tennis. I was actually okay at. I was on the team. <laughs> Everybody made the team. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I was actually pretty good at tennis. Went to state. That was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. And, and you played high school ball and college ball. Yeah, I played uh, high school baseball. Went and played two years of college baseball. Came back home. 
Um, we both play golf, obviously. Yep. He's a little better um, than I am. I just like playing. It's yeah, fun. it's uh, it's. I don't care how I shoot. Oh, actually, I do. But <laughs> I like just being out there on the course. Yeah, you care about what you shoot while you're playing, but Absolutely. after the round, you're like, who cares? That was a lot of fun. You know, That's exactly. That's all you Always. get out of it. Yep. Um, but what we wanted to do, again, to lay even more foundation. Oh, right? yeah. That way, you, you, you kind of start to oh, yeah. believe that we kind of know what we're talking about, even though we... <laughs> I mean, I brought up Fable 3 <laughs> and Sid Meier's Pirates, all right? I know video games a little Deep bit. Cuts, Deep right? cuts, all right? Deep cuts. That's it. All right, so we're going to bring up uh, our top sports moment. Yep. Right? All right. Top sports moment. So okay. what is... Um, let's see. You want me to go? Yeah, what's yours? All right. Uh, it's the Gleason block. Um, 2006... For the Saints. Block punt? Block punt. Uh, basically, it was like the Saints, like one of their first games back uh, from um, New Orleans, uh, from Katrina. Um, I was 10. This is the game that got me into football. Um, I, I still think about this video um, or him doing this. Like they came out, you 2 and Green Day played the Saints are coming while the Saints were coming out. Um, and this was kind of their first game back from just being our New Orleans being just demolished by Katrina, you know, the, the Superdome was destroyed and the first home game back, I should say. And have you always been a Saints fan? Always been a Saints fan. Always been a Saint. I was born in New Orleans. I was born at Toro Hospital in New Orleans at 3:30 a.m. on July 5th. Um that's what my mom always tells me and she hates me for it cuz it was like 30 hours of labor. <laughs> but right, yeah. So we're trying to get this video to but yeah, to load right now. Uh oh, I remember him, Mike McKenzie. Looks like we anyway. got it here. Roman Harper, oh man, he was, okay, anyway, but yeah, so basically, you know, there's there's recordings of them before the game saying, like, we can't lose this game, like, Gleason even said before the game, like, there was, he just had this feeling that we're not losing this game, it was but, the first game back against the Falcons, sorry. Right, okay, and here is that block punt. I don't know if that's, is this not necessarily it? Um, I, I, that looks like they're in just like a regular, extra help. Dime coverage, six yeah, that's just like, for third and four. Mike Vick. Oh, All right, here's the point. Here go. I've never seen this. You've never seen this. Never so seen this. Pause it real quick. We gotta preface this. This okay, had the. This was a game. First time back in the Superdome. You know, New mm-hmm. Orleans has so much pride for their team. I mean, I'm talking. You two and Green Day played. The Saints are coming. Like a rock version of it, and it was it, that moment in sports. This moment in sports is the thing that changed the dynamic for the saints. Like this is what put the started putting the saints on the map. Right. We were, you know, down and out. New Orleans was down and out hammered. And then this happens. So now was go. this before or is this before they won the Super Bowl? Yes, years it's, later? Before, it's before that we won the Super Bowl. Okay. But it, it's, it's still pride. Off, the former St. Morton Anderson is here for most field goals. Look out. The Gleason oh blocks. Oh, I just got chills again. And then they scored the touchdown. And then they scored the, the touchdown off of in the first quarter. Yep. We gotta watch that again. I'm talking. That was the moment that made me love sports. That is a Cinderella story. Back to just punting and kicking off. You know, Drew Brees is getting ready to play. Is here for most field goals. Man, they just didn't even. It's like they just didn't even try. Dude, they had a little bit of a, uh, a scoop, a little bit of a, uh, a, a gap switch, and wow. Steve Gleason got in there, blocked the punt, and it's the first time. I mean, people cried after that. Like, yeah, they, for sure. They they made a statue for of that outside of the Superdome. There's a statue of him blocking that punt. It's still out there. It's still out there. That's you know, incredible. he uh, whenever he blocked that punt, I feel like it's the first time. You know, the Saints 
or New Orleans like felt good. Yeah. Like holy crap, we're back. Yeah, for sure. You know? So yeah. uh and it's against the Falcons, divisional rival. Of so. course. So um I have my my favorite favorite sports moment up here. Um I haven't seen it yet. And I will uh kind of preface it with a little bit more of a story as well. Uh always grew up playing baseball, right? Always loved it. Um, my dad's a baseball coach. He still coaches, you know, to this day. Um, excuse me. Your excuse. We'll cut that. <laughs> uh, Will we? Sorry. Yeah. But uh, one thing that I've... So, all right. Another way to preface this. I'm not a Red Sox fan. Okay. Okay. I don't hate them, mm-hmm. but I'm not a fan. I want to go to Fenway. Oh, I, I, dude. I, I enjoy watching them because they're always good. I'm a Marlins fan. All right. So whenever I'm looking, whenever I'm looking for my favorite sports moments, I can't look to the Marlins. (laughs) I can't do it. The only thing that ever happened to them that was any good was when they won the 2003 World Series because Steve Bartman reached his hand over into a Cubs outfielder. And it wasn't Uh, anything that the Marlins did. So I can't really cheer for that. I'm not going to cheer for this poor man who's getting death threats for... Still, just wanting to get a foul ball. Still, That's pretty much yep. it. I mean, anyways, Red Sox, right? Yep. It's the year 2013. Okay. Okay. I am a senior in high school. Okay. Your stepbrother, William, and Gavin, mm-hmm. they are watching the Red Sox game because our friend Gavin is a massive Red Sox fan. Red Loves Sox, the Red Sox. Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Anything New England, he likes it. He likes right? it. Except for the Vipers. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Okay. And during that time, the Red Sox were, it it seemed like they were kind of just throwaways. Mm -hmm. You got to think they had Dustin Pedroia. They had Shane Victorino. I mean, they had had amazing talent. They had one guy who was, uh, years before he was, um, a janitor. Oh, wow. And, and like years, you know, just a few years later, he's playing in the American league championship series. I mean, just, Absolutely incredible, yeah. right? Um, so it seemed like a bunch of misfits who had gotten together and realized they were good at baseball, and now here they are, right? It's like the Sandlot, exactly. And they had um, they had this kind of uh, thing that they did before games, or even like after home runs, they would grab each other's beards, and they had what's called playoff beards, and every one of them just like massive, massive beards. So at this time, they're playing the Detroit Tigers in Fenway. Okay. Okay. And the score is five to one. The bases are loaded with two outs Mm. in the bottom of the eighth inning. Oh. In Fenway Park. And who steps up to bat but David Ortiz? Oh, big poppy. I mean, people call Yankee Stadium the house that Ruth built. I mean, this man, Fenway is the house that Big Poppy built. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he he has an aura around him that is just humongous and when he walks in that stadium people go crazy they're going to retire his number in Boston 100% they're going to retire it so as I said before base is loaded bottom of the eighth two outs scoring opportunity some ducks on the pond 100% base is loaded two outs Big poppy. Absolutely smoked. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Tied the ball game up. Talk about 
clutch. They were down in the series, too. Down in the series, one of them. They're about to blow home field advantage. Because they've got home field advantage right now. And then look, he just kind of walks around. He's they're, they're, look, they're not even, they're not yelling. They're not, doing know, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. jumping up. I would be, I would, I would have my jersey off, yeah. slinging it <laughs> over my head and jumping into the crowd. Man, I don't know how they compose themselves like that. I, I guess they're I professionals. I, that's why they're professionals. That's why they're professionals. <laughs> and maybe, I don't know, dude, I would be freaking out. I'd be, that is insane. That is a Cinderella moment. 100%. That's something you imagine in the backyard, like, all right. Right. Bases loaded. Bases loaded. Bottom of the ninth. Full you know count, saying? you know, about to blast it. And then if you look at it even further, that's the first pitch of the at-bat. Yeah. He's this, ready to I, roll. I'm, yes, I, I'm not entirely sure who this pitcher is. And if... Um, oh, he's a chump. If it's any <laughs> any disrespect to him, I, I'm not entirely sure. He's got to be a young guy who's never faced David Ortiz. I. You don't throw that pitch you, to David yeah, Ortiz. Yeah, man. What was it? Play it real quick. What was that? Bases loaded. Two out. 86 off change, change up. Uh, I'm thinking more of like a slider. But still. Maybe. He might have hung it up there. If it, you know what they say. If you hang it, Bobby's going to bang it. And another thing that I like about this is whenever um, this guy here, let me get back to it. He went for it. Right. Love the effort. Got to love it. Gotta this love security it. guard here. He's, uh, I think he's a, I think he's a Boston fan maybe. I'm thinking so, but what I, what I love so much about it is every time you go to it, have you ever been to an MLB game? You've been to one point. Yeah. Yeah, and you have the security guards that are just lining the outside, right. make sure nobody's falling you know, in or falling in or even like you know, streaking yeah. so that's stupid. And they, they're they always composed and they always yeah. kind of have their hands right here and they're just making sure that nobody can really see their emotion. Absolutely. But dude, like all of his professionalism just went out of the, out window. the window. That's a He's cop. Like, that's a <laughs> Hey, it's like a not even a security guard. It's a police it's officer, a police like a Boston officer. police officer. You can see his badge. Yeah. You have all this red up here, red, white, navy, dude, and this guy in all black, just hands up, just in the air. Cannot believe Gosh, that just man. happened, dude. What do you think that uh, that right fielder's thinking right now? Oh, he got hurt. Oh, he did. Yeah, he got hurt. Poor it, guy. It's later in the. Uh, it's it's, later, like, it's later in the video. Yeah, you see him kind of. Go over the bullpen. Nasty uh, Dang. And then look at this shot, though. I, wonder what I wish they recorded exit velocity. Then, I mean, it couldn't have gotten the Rays again. I don't even realize he's kind of hurt. But I mean, look at these guys. Look All at bearded. them. They look like misfits. All bearded. They look scrappy. They look fun. Love it. They look fun. I love it. Any baseball highlight, I will watch until like I, I love it. Similar situation, Brooks Conrad for the Braves came off the bench, jacked a grand slam for the win. I just, Gosh. I love baseball. I, I love ba- I love all sports. I mean, we could have picked literally one of my top five sports moments was the Miracle on Ice. I yeah. think that's just one of the biggest moments for, for the sure. United States. Um, I could have picked anything from golf, you yeah. know, like I, Bubba Watson's shot at the Masters where he cut it. Where it was, he, did, he defied physics. Defied physics. That's literally like, not a big Bubba Watson fan, but man, that was one of the, that's a crazy shot. You know, yeah. we could have picked, uh, what were you showing me today? Uh, USA. Oh my gosh. Whenever Zussi, Zussi kicked, it was against Ghana yeah, and yeah, they yeah. were up. All right. It was it's tied one to one in the 86th minute yeah. in the world cup. And four years prior to that, Ghana was the reason that the U S didn't right. you know, go any further in the cup. And Zussi hits this corner kick and John Brooks jumps up and heads it in. And this video has cities from around the U.S. of people just watching. And all of a sudden, you just see a sea of people. All hands go That's up. That's crazy. And they're cheering. They're, 
USA. Exactly. And it's just, I remember where I was whenever I, I remember where I was whenever I watched this. Yeah. But I remember specifically where I was and what I did whenever that happened. I mean, I was, you just go crazy. The person that was next to me, I had never even like really shook hands with. Yeah. And we were arms around each other, hugging, jumping up and down, just like, yes, exactly. So excited. So sports is, is the thing that brings people together. Mm -hmm. Um, and we love them all. Sure. I don't think there's a sport that none of us like, that any of us are like, ah, I hate. Yeah, absolutely. You know? not. I mean, we get excited about, I mean, I, I showed you a video. It was months ago, but it was like a curling highlight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love really any sport, anything that it's can get pa- me it's hyped. The passion. Exactly. It's the passion. If I see someone and I don't care, I don't care what it is. If I see badminton and this right. guy gets an ace to win, like, <laughs> like the bowling guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. Who do you think you are? I am. They have a documentary about that guy, which is hilarious, which we could talk about later as, as well. But That would be awesome. We should watch it and then review it. I mean, literally, like I can, as long as there's hype, I'm behind it. UFC hype. as well. I love I love MMA. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily not necessarily UFC, but Bellator as well and Pride. Any any kind of right. mixed martial arts I love as well. Man. Um. But yeah. Love sports. So there's that. Love video games. That's our top moments. We, we could go... Literally about both of these, to- all three of these topics, we could go on forever. We could talk about them literally for hours. Hours. I, like we're, I mean, we're at the minute now to where we're about to have to kind of put this to a halt. Yeah. But we could literally keep on talking about this forever. It. So I don't know. I know all of you listen to our prior podcast, 100% Proof, but we had like three hour long podcast, two hour long podcast. Yeah, this is not going to be like this. This is not. This is going to be quick. Hopefully, um, this will be most likely our longest one. Um, we're yeah. running at around like 50 minutes at this point. Yeah. So we're probably going to have to cut this short. Um, but next week will be a lot shorter. We're actually going to be talking about, um, what was the hobby that we're going to be we're doing? We're going to do baking. We're going to try okay. to get into some baking. I'm going to get a cute apron. All right. And I've uh, got one downstairs. We're going to, we're going to get something and we're going to get a recipe and make it from scratch. Mm-hmm. Both of us are going to make the same recipe. Um, and we're going to see kind of who turns out better. Um, and we're going to have videos of it and it's going to be really cool. Yeah, for sure. And that'll be on our uh, YouTube page. Um, and we also have our Instagram as well. I know this doesn't look that great, but it's something we can kind of put together spur of the moment. Yeah. That's our, uh, our Twitter as well as our YouTube channel name. Um, so y'all can check us out. Uh, and you can also check us out on our, um, our personal Twitters yep. as well as our personal Instagrams. I'm at Dean's beans on both. I am at Dylan Samansky on Twitter, and I will spell that out in the description. <laughs> and I am at MD Samansky on Instagram. Well. I will also spell that out in the description. Uh, we'll leave links to that in the bottom so you guys can click on that. Um, this was awesome. This is a lot of fun. I'm really glad we got into it. Um, it's way better than our last one. I, I already feel better. Concise. It is. I, I like it so much more. We knew what we were talking about before we got in here. 100%. Totally different. 100% for podcast. <laughs> Not anymore. Rip. So, you guys, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, here goes nothing. Oh!